Stephen here. Welcome to Hamlin's Legal Secrets. Introducing a new product can be a long and costly process with no certainty of success. However, launching a product through leveraging an established brand can be a great way to de-risk a new project whilst reducing time and cost. This approach is often referred to as brand extension, and this is what I'm going to talk to you about today, because there are three key tips to consider when trying to implement brand extension. A good example of successful brand extension is looking at the way Easy Group leveraged its success in the airline industry with EasyJet to accelerate their entrance into other industries like Easy Hotel, Easy Car and Easy Coffee. The first thing to keep in mind when you want to implement brand extension is to remember that the consumer viewpoint is key. A brand's value is always derived from the consumer's perception. So there's always going to be an inherent risk in undertaking brand extension that you will possibly alienate your customers by falling short of their expectations. Choosing an inappropriate extension can sometimes lead to not just the sub-brand failing, but it can also cause collateral damage to the core brand. So it's always crucial to research the target market and ensure that the new brand extension and sub-brand values fit with consumer perception. The second thing to keep in mind is that your sub-brands will need the same kind of protections that you place on your main brand. So these sub-brands have the potential to generate and broaden the goodwill and reputation with the brand. And although they are living off the reputation of the parent brand, you need to view any new sub-brands as distinct. And failure to adequately scope out a protection strategy for any of the sub-brands created through brand extension can leave the sub-brand vulnerable to counterfeiting and other malicious activities. So it's really crucial at the beginning of attempting brand extension, you work with your legal advisors to analyse the viability of registering the sub-brand's name and logo as a distinctive trademark separate from the main brand which you are leveraging on. And the last quick point to bear in mind is that brand extension and product launches are generally very lengthy processes. And this means it's quite common for employees and contractors to come and go during the planning stages of brand extension. As is the case with all commercially sensitive plans, it is really imperative to impose clear duties of confidentiality on those parties which are privy to your sensitive information. So ideally, this duty of confidentiality should be expressed in writing either within your pre-existing contracts or through drafting a standalone non-disclosure agreement. And depending on the nature of your proposed extension, this non-disclosure agreement may include protection for customer names and lists, business plans, operation processes, your brand protection strategies, product infrastructure, and even just the general know-how within the company. And this third point is really crucial to keep in mind, as I said, because it's a lengthy process and failure to implement these enforceable non-disclosure agreements can lead to loss of intellectual property rights, which can sometimes ultimately lead to expensive litigation proceedings. And so there you have it. That's three quickfire tips for leveraging brand extension. As always, if you want to discuss or learn more about anything discussed in this podcast, then just drop me a line at podcast at hamlins.com.